Do you think upskilling is important? Welcome back to this channel and I hope you're doing absolutely fine today. I have with me Sarika. She is an educator and content developer in the field of aptitude. She has trained over 2000 students across India in the field of banking, finance, MBA, law for their entrances. Hi Sarika, welcome to my channel. Thank you so much, Neha. Thanks for having me here. I'm so glad you're here. Now, I want to start by the most basic question. Why, why is aptitude important? Okay. So, say, uh, first of all, what do you mean by aptitude? What is aptitude? It's the competency of you to do anything. For example, when you were a baby, okay, when you were learning to walk and stuff, okay? Uh, earlier, you couldn't walk. But slowly and steadily observing other people, touching various spots, you started moving. So you became competent in moving, right? You developed that skill. You were not skilled that way, okay? but you kept on developing that. So aptitude is your basic competence to do anything. Okay? Basically, generally people relate it with your natural ability. So what is your aptitude to drive a car? What is your aptitude to crack an exam or whatever? So they generally relate it with natural things. But then uh, over the years, experts have realized that even though you have a basic set of aptitude skills, as in when you're born and brought up, you can always grow and develop your attitude. And that can happen by your training and education and all that stuff. So because of that, later on, what happens is uh, you develop aptitude in various different fields. For example, logical aptitude, mathematical aptitude, science and technology aptitude, or somebody is more interested in the organizational behavior, the HR aptitude. So you keep on developing and growing. So that is what aptitude is, your basic competence to do anything. Right, absolutely. Now, coming to my next question, why should one upskill? Yeah, see, upskilling is what? Like in a layman term or a layman concept, upskilling is developing a new skill. Now, in today's scenario, if you ask, why do you need to upskill? See, every day people are coming up with new trends, new developments, and so much of competition in the market. Right. And if you want to stay relevant in the company, in your company, in your surrounding, in your competition, you have to keep on developing and you have to uh, upskill yourself as and when required. Because the skills which you had 10 years back might not be as important today as they were 10 years back. So if you have upskilled and if you've grown, like for example, technology grew so well. So I being a teacher, I was really confident, you know, taking offline classes, physical classes, face-to-face -face with the students and stuff. Then I upskilled myself to online. Then I developed new software skills and stuff like that to make it interesting and, you know, uh, also informative for the students. So if you don't upskill yourself, you'll no longer be relevant. So that is the reason you need to upskill. Right, right, right. Okay, coming to a very, very common question. Why MBA? Okay, see, first of all, MBA stands for Masters of Business Administration. Now, most of the students who are done with a graduate degree, if they don't do a master's in anything, for example, you have so many graduates in the country who are jobless and looking for good opportunities and stuff. And like I said, 
your competition the trends the developments are so high that if you want to be at par with your competitors you have to upskill so mba is one such opportunity which not only gives you which not only lets you upskill but also um, it develops a new thought process towards life towards business towards so many things now see most of the people who do mba are generally engineers now being an engineer a lot of people have this question ki why should i do mba mujhe mba ki kya zarurat hai i am an engineer i am a technical person but then you know when you start working in a company you start with a technical profile but later on when you grow ultimately you have to manage a team you become a team lead then you become a manager then later on like a your senior manager and maybe then you run the company so for all those things you require an mba so you require you need to have the basic understanding as to how do you manage a team and not only that they go uh, it gives you leadership skills it uh, helps you understand what's the risk analysis how do you manage your finances if you have a product and if you are running a company you will not only be doing the hr work or the finance work you'll be doing everything you'll be doing your leadership team management you'll be doing your risk analysis on top of that you need to market your product you need to upgrade your product you need to understand your customers so for all of that mba is a degree which really helps the students to get comfortable with the clients and to gain all these uh, as uh, properties within themselves so that is the reason mba is very important Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I think. Okay. Now yeah. coming to something that we all should know. What is the procedure yeah. with within India, uh, and what are the different exams that one uh, should prepare for? And if you if okay. you're, if you can take uh, take the audience through uh, some of the entrances and the structure of exams, that would really help. You know. Okay. Okay. see uh, the most important exam for india which most of the students give is cat common admission test it's considered to be one of the most toughest exams in the country but trust me if you can crack it you have so many opportunities in front of you it's like you you you've made your life you have so many opportunities to choose from you can decide if you want to work with a company you have the best of the people around whom you can work with your dream companies dream people or if you want to start your own venture you can do that so cat is one of the most important exams but the problem is it occurs only once a year that's in the month of november so many people keep on preparing for this exam since like 6 months 8 months 1 year 2 years 3 years people keep on applying because they want to get into their dream college so um, i'm sure you you would have heard of i'm amdabad i'm bangalore i'm calcutta i'm t gaziabad st gen i mean cat is the exam which is accepted by all the colleges in the country who are looking for the best students okay so that is the reason cat is considered to be the toughest because it has to be right only then if you can crack a good aptitude exam then you can get into the best of the colleges so uh, i am amdabad and all these colleges are definitely there but apart from that now there are many new iims which are called as the baby iims which have come up they are also doing really well then you have iits providing uh, you know great uh, chances for mba so cat is one such exam then we have snap so if many people are a focus towards symbiosis symbiosis is their dream college the main college is in pune so you have symbiosis college for business management for hr for 
data analytics, marketing, they have many various colleges. So Symbiosis uh, takes SNAP, which is also a very, very important exam. Then you have NMAT, which is basically taken by Narsi Monji. And Narsi Monji Institute, uh, it's there in Mumbai. Ville uh, Parle is the main branch. But now earlier, NMIMS was the only college accepting NMAT. Now you have 15 more colleges accepting NMAT. So there are so many opportunities. You have Goa Institute of Management, you have Xavier's College, you have Dalmia, you have so many colleges accepting uh, NMAT. And then uh, if you're looking at a simpler exam, so many people are very scared of CAT. If you're looking for an easier exam, so state-wise, there is this exam called a CET. So for Tom, Tamil Nadu, they have their own CET. Maharashtra has its own CET. You know, all the different states have their own CT. So they can give those exams also if they want to get into slightly average or better than average colleges, but not the best of the colleges. So there are so many opportunities. There are multiple exams which you can give if you want to get into best of the colleges. Also, uh, there is a college, uh, there's an exam called as IAFT, which is Indian Institute of Foreign Trade. So if you are um, interested in international business, trading and all of that, exports, imports, if you're very clear about it, just give that exam and get yourself a degree and you're good to go. It's, it's also a brilliant exam and we have, we have many pass outs who are doing really well in the industry today. Also, um, you know, there are many operations, you won't believe there are many operations, colleges coming up because today, you know, operations is the most important thing right now. You know, if you have Amazon, you have Flipkart, you have Mintra, at just one click, you have all your products being delivered. Everything is being managed at such a large scale. How is that happening? Because people are being trained in the best of the colleges for operations, you know, and their delivery management and stuff like that. So there are many colleges like that, which help you. Right, right. And what about these personal interviews that each of the colleges have? So what is the structure like after you give these exams? Correct. So see, uh, personal interviews keeps on varying from college to college. It depends on which exam you're giving. So generally after CAT, if you're going, if you, so you, it's not necessary if you clear CAT, you'll get a call from all the IMs. Every IM has a different criteria. So maybe I am Ahmedabad will call you, but Bangalore might not call you. Calcutta might call you. So depending upon the criteria. So every college has a different interview pattern. But a generic pattern is you have to give, uh, give a group. So earlier they used to have a group discussion. But right now they'll give you a case. Okay, you'll be around 5 to 10 people. They'll give you a case let. You're supposed to read it. Think about it and present your points. What do you think is correct and why and why not? So you have like a case analysis. Then you have an essay writing. So if they give you a topic, how, it's more of a current affair topic. So how comfortable are you? Are you aware of those topics? What do you think? What's your perspective? See, because they don't care what's right or what's wrong. All they care about is what do you think about it? And how clear are you with your views? Because... All these things matter when you get into an IM, right? So uh, they have their essay writing and they check your grammar and stuff. They check everything. And then after that, they uh, release a final list and they you let you, I mean, they let you know whether you're selected or not. So aptitude is important, not only mathematically, logically, but your current affairs and stuff also really matter. Whereas for other colleges, they have like a normal group discussion. 
So normal group discussion, they'll give you a topic. You can think about it and then just speak on it. And then a personal interview. Now, personal interview is primarily focused on why are you doing MBA? Is it because your parents forced you or your friends are doing it? And they figure it out. Huh? They're very smart. They figure it out if this person genuinely wants to do it or not. And then what made you interested in MBA coming from different various backgrounds and how, you, how are you going to deal with the pressures, what specialization, what family background, everything, everything. So if you are clear about things, all I'm saying is be clear. So why do you want to do MBA? What, how is it going to enhance your life, your profession, everything? If you're not clear, if you're just bluffing it, trust me, they're going to screw your face. And they do that. So you have to be very careful when you're answering. So yeah. Yeah, no, this I'm is like a generic. Huh? <laughs> no, you don't need me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Coming to my next question. If somebody is planning to go abroad for the similar course, how is it different? Correct. What is the uh, procedure like to go ahead with that? Okay. So like uh, for the Indian exams, you're supposed to complete your graduate and then you can apply. Uh, similarly, for the abroad exams, you're supposed to complete your graduate. There are two main exams which students give. One is GMAT and one is GRE. So GMAT is accepted by 114 countries. So if you want to go to US, Canada, UK, Australia, whatever. So GMAT um, tests more of your aptitude skill. And more, there are many more colleges uh, via, to which you can apply via GMAT. Many more MBA colleges. For GRE, if you want to get into your technical field only, if you want to get into your engineering, if you want to do master's in engineering or even MBA. But then there are limited options for MBA. But then if people are clear, ki, okay, this is, what, this is the college I'm targeting and it's, uh, I can uh, target via GRE, you can give GRE also. So first you have to give the exam. The good part is GRE and GMAT exam can be given multiple times in a year. For CAT or NMAT or SNAP, it's like you can give once a year. And for NMAT, in fact, you can give thrice a year. Right now, they've changed the pattern. SNAP also, they've changed the pattern. You can give thrice a year as on 2021. But GMAT and GRE, you can give multiple times a year. It does not matter. So if you get a good score, if you're satisfied with your score, you can proceed. If you're not satisfied, you can give it again. And after that, you're supposed to write your SOP, your statement of purpose as to why do you want to do GMAT, from which college, why, what specialization and stuff. And then you have your interviews. And then uh, once you get selected, you're good to go. But I'll tell you one fun fact. Uh, GMAT, GRE, aptitude-wise are slightly easier compared to Indian exams. I think they, they are more different. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Right, right. Yes. But, uh, okay, so coming to my next question now, now that you talk about how they are much easier, why, is, what is the role of WorkEx? And I have noticed that, you know, in India, they generally, after graduation, they allow people to do MBA. However, in foreign right. countries, they ask you for a work experience. So what is the importance of WorkEx? Correct. See, in India, the problem is you come from a different background. You work in that industry and then now you want to switch into a completely different background. So like, for example, if I'm an engineer, I've done something in IT and now I want to get into marketing. So even if I have, let's say, five years of work X, 
for them for the company uh, wherein i want to get into marketing i'll be considered as a fresher only so if you have a relevant work ex if you are from it and if you want to do your masters in it mba in it or operations then it makes sense that is the reason um, it is said that even if you are applying for cat or nmat or snap and even if you don't have a work ex it does not matter that much because there are very few students who want to continue in the same line wherein they have done their graduation so if you going if you're doing that if you have a work ex of 2 3 years and if you're doing masters in the same thing then that's brilliant because you get a very good high and if you you get many good opportunities because you have like a post grad and a grad degree in the same thing but then if like i said if graduation is different post graduation the degrees are different the fields are different even if you have like a 10 years of work ex you will still be a freshman for the company so it does not matter and in abroad the thing is uh, see most of the students who are doing their grad they have like a planned channel so they they follow the same channel they follow the same field so it's like a good exposure for them and you know uh, the faculties i'm sorry to say but then they are really supportive and you understand where do you really want to get it so that's a bit of a problem here and we are not clear when we are doing our graduation and stuff so you know that's the reason it's not that important fair yeah. fair fair enough okay now coming to my last question before i let you go a lot of people okay. are confused when it comes to specialization so what do you have to say correct. about that and how does one decide what they really want to do finally correct so i'll just give you my example i got into a good mba college i was kind of sure about marketing but not very sure so i just got into the college and uh, i i was not sure whether this will really work for me or not so the good part is for all the colleges between the first 6 months to 1 year so right now for some colleges it's 6 months for some colleges it's 1 year you have a common field so it's like a common syllabus common score uh, course structure everything is common so everybody all the students from all the specializations are going to sit together so i what i'm doing is i'm studying hr also i'm studying marketing also i'm studying operations also i'm studying finance also then over a period of 6 months to 1 year if i realize that you know marketing is not something i'm really interested in i'm really keen on doing operations or something i can make a switch i can ask i can request the college ki no i'm not interested in marketing please let allow me to go for operations and i'm very sure about it also there are many colleges they they conduct certain tests uh, these are not aptitude tests but there are these are certain personality psychometric tests and this really helps you identify that are you really keen on doing marketing are you really interested or should you go for something else so after that also and once you take a call you can switch between specialization so it's okay not to be clear about things even if you're going to the college yeah right. the right. only thing i would say is getting into a good college is very very important because if you get into a good college you get a lot of exposure you get to do a lot of networking you come in contact with your alumni and alumni network is the most important thing in any mba college because if your seniors are doing well if they are at good positions you can always contact them for whatever whatever you need okay but if the college is not that great you know there are many average colleges also is they are charging the same amount of money as other colleges but then if you going going to get like a 3 lakh 4 lakh wala job after doing an mba also so it's not worth it because you're investing so much so all i tell the students is 
it's okay to take a year break even if you don't get it get into a good college within a year you take one more year ka break if it's possible for you but try and get into the best college because only if you get into a best college a good college then your degree is worth it otherwise it's useless it's just a piece of paper so be very careful when you get into a college that's absolutely what i agree with you thank you so much for sparing your time and giving us an insight about all these interesting topics and something that a lot of people were confused about to be very honest right. so was i right. so thank you very much mm-hmm. and i hope i can see you in person very soon and i will see you next yeah, yeah. in a in a short bit All right thank you so much thank you so much for having me here thank you